welcome to Rafa Latest News and Music. We are very happy to have you here. How do you feel about being on the podcast? Are you excited? Uh, yeah, yeah, sure. I mean, I've never been on a podcast before, so I'm pretty excited to to find out what it's all about. I've been listening to a little podcast, but I've never been on one, so so yeah. I see that you're an upcoming beat maker. Is it okay if I use one of your beats in the future? Uh, yeah, sure. I mean, I send you some. I mean, upcoming is kind of a big word for someone who's been doing it for this long. And I mean, I, I, like, it really depends on what you want from beat making. Like, if you want to be on YouTube, you do that, probably be faster. But I ain't one of those guys. So, upcoming is a long haul for me. I'd rather work with artists, you know. Do you have a price tag on your beats? Uh, yeah, I mean, I pretty much follow like this, like, the thing is but when you price your beats a lot of people is like oh there's got to be a set minimum but like it's knowing your worth because like i'm not sure how much it is in us dollars but like some of the beats i make go for eight thousand crowners in my currency which is yeah i'm not good at math but roughly around thousand no, 200 like my cheapest is at, is at like 250 crowners like in the proper beats but, you know, I give out beats for free as well. I don't, like, I make so many beats. So, a rough estimate, I'd say at least, like, max $500 for a beat right now. That's really good. So, how do you measure the prices of your beats? Yeah. Well, I mean, there's, like, I use mainly the portal name, the beat stars to sell my beats, and, like, I look around at what other beat makers price for the beats and compare my own so I know that like I'm not overvaluing my beats or undervaluing them, if that makes sense. It does, it does. Because you want to stay competitive you also want people to actually buy your beats. Yeah, competitive as well as relevant. Because if you price your shit too low and you're doing it better than other people, then you're kind of underselling yourself. Like, you know, gotta know your worth. Like that I mean the same goes for any business, like if you want to make money, you got to know what, like, what your product's worth. Like, like if you want to start any kind of business, you've you got, you got to treat it as business. Of course, of course. How do you feel about the Megan Stallion and the Tory Lane situation? Who have any side? Uh, no. I mean, that's like, that's American rap beef stuff. I don't really care about it. I mean, I, 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 I can say that, like, if if you get in a, in a car with someone with a gun, like you're never 100% sure how it's going to go down in either case. So like, I get that Tony, like that Troy Lanes might be a nut case, but like, it doesn't, like, I like to still like his music, but like, I just re don't really have an opinion. Like, if you want to ask me some real questions, like we talked about the, the baby situation the other day, like that shit's, like, I wouldn't say it's funny, but it's, I think it's more interesting to discuss. Do you have a plan on being a rapper? Uh, no, I don't. That means okay, I have uh, to. Uh, that, that means I have to be like uh, go for like go big on some kind of entertainer status, and I'm not an entertainer. I'm a beat maker. So I know, as a beat maker, you probably have you know your friends or strangers who are your competition. What would you like to say to them? 
Um, I'd like to say to Frederick, fuck you, you self-righteous piece of shit. I hope okay. that you, I hope, I really hope that you get some friends soon. Um, and I'd like to say to, um, I'd like to say to Floyd, get clean, you chunky ass bitch. And um, I'd like to say to Mark that he's really talented and I hope he gets where he wants to be. Very well said. What do you think about drug usage? Do you have anything you'd like to say about it? Do you have any Sorry, story about, of your own about it? About what? Drug usage. Oh, shit, I got a shit ton of stories, but um, <laughs> I'm not sure if they're appropriate for your podcast. Um, I, I mean, I can go with a weed story. Um, no. I was... I was, it was late at night, I was making beats and I went to the, like a kiosk or something to get some, uh, some soft drink. I was getting a Coke or something. And I said, leave the store, I light up uh, a split. And um, then these cups just roll up on me behind and gives me, everyone like starts giving the words and they want to give me a fine, share, sure. I mean, they've never done that. And I, he's literally writing out the ticket. Um, this guy in uh, I don't know some kind of Toyota just blast by like doing I don't know how, how much it is in miles but like 150 kilometers an hour at least and I was just look, looking at the job and he's like oh, we're never going to catch him anyway it's much easier with you <laughs> but yeah I mean I, I don't I don't want to go on some podcast and glorify jerks I mean I think it's one's own personal um, choice, but like, there's also people who are truly addicted, which, which, which their persons like really change. I mean, I shouted out some, like I, I, I called out some people just before, and like, it's, it's not that like, like I don't care about them. I just don't really care about the people they become because, like, I mean, there's one thing doing shit recreationally, and there's another thing like making it take over your life. I it's think a slippery slope. Drugs, you should do it as with, with alcohol. You take it responsibly, but don't open it. I mean, yeah, but then you can like like people have a fine relations, especially in my country, alcohol is like an on everyday thing for many people. Like they drink a beer at lunch and, and stuff, like but like that's not frowned upon when if you like smoke weed or anything like, like walking down the street, you get like a big thicket, like a big fine, like, like I, I, I think like this isn't like supposed to go into some kind of drug debate, but like in, in regards to music, it can really mess up your relationships a lot of the time. Like I have a lot of um, music relationships, which hasn't like just from a start, just turned into something about drugs more than, than actually making music. So. Like, if you want to be a real professional, you don't mix that shit. Like, there's the time for partying, and then there's the time for work. Well said. So, so I, I, yeah, like, I mean, there's some people who are, like, functioning functioning at drug addicts that can do both, but it's really rare that they meet these people, like, in my experience. So, I don't think, I don't think, like, 
I don't think often drugs is the issue. It's more the person taking the drugs that is the issue. If that, if that uh, makes sense. It does. But like, I'm not saying defending drugs or anything. Like, if you look at the drug, like the opiate industry, like epidemic in, in the US, I guess, like, it's not like people do opiates here as well, but it's like rarely you meet a person like, like here's more like Xanax and cocaine, like mainly cocaine. That's like, like you can really fuck a people up, person up if they do it for a long, long time. I remember meeting this rapper. Like he's somewhat big in Denmark, and like he's like, oh hey man, come by. I have some beats and like let's hang out. And I show up like I might have smoked a few joints, but I was completely sober. It was like professional relation, and I get in this crappy little uh, one room student lift where like there's two people on the floor sitting on a bed on the floor like smoking crack and the other guy other guys are just like doing Xanax and cocaine I'm like what the fuck like I, 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 like I've done both those drugs but like that was like uh, I, I, that really that really had impact on me because like these people were like full out junkies like I, I thought they were just like regular ass people but they weren't so I mean don't do drugs kids I guess do them alone and responsibly <laughs> man I, I, like I'm not an advocate of any kind but like I'm not one to tell other people what to do and not to do so I won't do that on this podcast either What do you think about, so there's been some stories about drugs being put in candies and kids end up buying them or eating them. And then the kids get hooked on those drugs and they are what you call lace. What do you think about that? I mean, shit, I heard about that. That must be some American shit, <laughs> like trick or treating or what? Not um, really trick or treating, but... But just, in, uh, I don't know, I think it's pretty fucked up, like, giving kids drugs. I mean, like, you really have to be, like, have no moral whatsoever. Uh, I, I don't really think, like, that would be something that would happen in my, like, where I live. But I wouldn't be surprised if it happened in the U.S. because, like, Drugs are way easily, easily obtainable there, right? in, like, in different ways and, like, I, I wouldn't be surprised if someone went out and done, did it, but I don't know if I don't condone that at all. Are your beats featured on any major song? Um, I like, I hope someday, because I did sell a beat to T-Pain at some point, but like, the process is like, when you sell a beat like to major label and send out these beat packs you wouldn't wouldn't know like you get notified that hey we want to buy this beat but like when it's released and how it's released you won't know until like like a week before or something so like someday i might have a song with t-pain someday i might won't but we'll see when did you first start to make beats and who motivated make beats. Sorry, what was the last thing? Who motivated you to make beats? Um, I started, uh, I think it was around 2013 or 14. 
um i had this uh, i was playing in a band for a while and we were kind of stopped playing and i this friend introduced me to uh, producing music uh, i really got into um like electronic music for a while and uh, like this guy uh, he really helped me uh, like get started but like i think the biggest motivation was like me being at a festival walking by a Gucci Mane concert and I heard like the 808s knocking on the speakers for the first time I just stopped in my track and was just like oh shit I don't know what this is but it's really it's really something and like like by the end of this festival when I got home I just got like straight on to doing like trap beats and googling how to and doing tutorials and shit so I, I really think like this combination of me going through like a musical Face, like shifting into the, my new my new sound, I guess. What do you think of the the baby situation? And his comment. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, <laughs> I don't fucking know what made him say that. Like, I, I know there's a lot of homophobic rappers out there. Like, that's no secret. But like. Like looking at his track record so far, now like he lost uh, Governor's Ball in, in Las Vegas as well as like there's four other uh, venues that like shut him off the list. So like he's gonna lose money on this. So I think it was a stupid move, uh, stupid damage control, and I I really just I'm just curious why like what made him like why did he like what what made him like say that in the middle of a show like what went on in his head and like afterwards who why didn't this manager just snap his phone out of his hand like you're not getting this until this is over like how fucking stupid can you be but um what i think is that it was really poor management and really poor um thinking of him i guess definitely so I have a very serious question I'm going to ask you next. Yeah, So I know some people think COVID-19 was made in a lab and it got out to the public and that's how the pandemic started. And then most people believe it came from people eating an animal. What's your take on this? <laughs> I think there's a lot of misinformation out there. Like the funny thing is, like you mentioned, made in a lab. Did you know there's a sci-fi novel? I don't know what year it's made. It's named Wuhan, which is uh, a virus, uh, which is like the plot is that a virus is made in American uh, military facility in Wuhan. Like this is total fiction there. Like. It's like taken literally out of a fiction book, but I don't think the Wuhan virus was necessarily like when people come with like theories like this, and even if they have a hint near to the truth, it's not always like it's like you imagine them. But I don't think that it was made in a lab. I know if it was probably an accident, I don't know. I don't really care because like pandemics happen all the time, you have the Spanish flu. With other things, but I don't really have a take on it. Like I, I take the virus seriously. I, I got my vaccine. I got the first shot at least, and like I, I think I'm not against vaccines at all. But like 
people coming with crazy conspiracy theories for this. It's just like it's it's more. Uh, I would say it's not the theories as much as as it's more uh, a product of how people has like handled uh, information like since the Trump era. Like there's so much. Like we even have a term for it now called fake news, and I I think like what people have to stop and realize is how the last few years has gone by, like how we handle news. Of course, there's going to be people like saying that you will get AIDS or something from, from the, the COVID vaccine. But like, yeah, of course, you would get a little bit sick. Like, of course, there might be some like some side uh, illnesses like coming out of it. That's like how nature fucking works. But like, I'm I'm really just happy that this is soon over that everyone's getting the vaccination and life hopefully is going to turn back to normal because like we spent the better part of two years on this virus now and like nowhere in history have we ever been able like when the pandemic started it was taking way longer time for us to shut it down so like like in under two years that's pretty impressive so i think at that point like the health officials around the world has been doing a really good job but if you look at like how the how the fuck people have been reacting also in the news it's been really bad so it's like it's it's a two-way street for me are you vaccinated yeah i am i got my first shot of uh, moderna uh, uh, the day before yesterday what were your symptoms um i guess i had a sore arm and I was a bit like sleepy, but I'm fine. Okay, last question. So Denmark is in the European Union. How do you feel about that? Uh, <laughs> this what has the European Union very... done for your country? Well, um, Oh, this is a very geopolitical uh, discussion when all of a sudden well um well it has done a lot of great things like we're actually able to have um farmers working now because like we have uh, support from the european union which is a very good thing because that makes them like able to produce food products as well the, like the economics is a really good thing but like if you look at um if you look like at uh, how they share information and like how, like there's probably a lot of corruption as, as there is in uh, any European system, but like as me as an everyday person, it hasn't really, it doesn't really affect me. Um, like it affects me in that case, like when I have to travel in and out. But like the, I, I don't consider myself like just like uh, by definition European. Like I, I guess I am in some way, but you have like countries like Norway who are not who don't need to be in part of the European Union and they do pretty well as, as like without but they also have the oil money but like in terms of music and me it doesn't really I mean I love Amsterdam I love Berlin like going there and I love the music scene there um I also like uh, some of the music come out of Sweden and Norway especially Sweden um but like I, I, I don't know really how to answer it, but like it, it doesn't really affect 
your like, everyday level as a Danish person, I think. Um, I do guess if you do earn business in some kind of way, but it's just like, it's just a higher up covenant for countries anyhow. So, but I guess like, I don't have a definitive question other than it doesn't really affect my everyday life. Would you like to give us a freestyle, please? <laughs> um, well, I don't really rap in English, though. But I did find this. Uh, I was kind of prepared for this. So I did find this old one from, um, like, some comedy radio show. Mm -hmm. And if you any of you any, uh, click over translating it, it's not going to make any sense anyway. So here we go. They were having a day they could not Folk de sagde, jeg havde fedt og betøjet, så jeg prøvede selv at få det af. Men det var ikke nogen let sag, så jeg prøvede med svog. Salt og syre, nu ligger det ude med græsset og ryger. Hør! I don't know anything that you just said, but good job anyways. Bother translating it, it's gonna be funny. Is there any question so, you'd like to ask me? Um, yeah, I mean, uh, you're such a young guy, like, how did you get into to all this? Well, I remember it was back in this year of May, I was just, I had this inspiration to start music, so I was just looking up on sites, other than the main ones, where I can release my music, and it all started on Rapid, and from there, I grown obviously I became a recording artist and then about two weeks ago I had this idea to start a podcast and I think it had been a really good idea I think it would have took off and it did and that's how I got where I am today and I hope I can eventually make it even better than I am currently because the sky's the limit yeah I mean like the, there's a big um it's definitely like a big change for everyone to to make their breakthrough music. Um, but like, if you've been doing this for a year, do you think like how do you measure success? How far will you get within a year? Because like for some people, they might have to work twenty five years. So how how far do you see yourself go? I think I can go far. Even if it takes me 10 years or five years or next year, I will do what it takes to reach success and greatness. I think that's um, that's a pretty good attitude towards it because like some people go into either making beats or doing anything with music and expect uh, immediate success. And that's not really the right attitude. So uh, I, I hope that, that goes well for you. Thank you. And the same to you. Thanks, man. Well, if you don't have any more questions for me, that'll be a wrap up for today. All right. Well, um, well, it was nice being on the podcast. Um, uh, shout out to the wrap up community. Shout out to Lil Yim and uh, shout out to myself. Peace. It was a pleasure having you and I hope to see you very soon. Have a great day. Yeah, have a great day, man.